0: 28K News
1: It's 11 o'clock I'm Kenny Hodgart. tonight's headlines the government repeats calls on parents to get their children vaccinated against COVID-19 as the biontech formula for babies and children becomes available the chief executive says the performance indicators proposed in his recent policy address show the government will not work behind closed doors and Executive Councillor Geoffrey Lamb says the government is unlikely to relax the current zero plus three quarantine arrangement for incoming travellers anytime soon. The Secretary for the Civil Service, Ingrid Young, has renewed the call on parents to bring their children to get the COVID 19 vaccine as the BioNTech formula for babies and toddlers became available at four vaccination vaccination centres today. Speaking on an RTHK programme, Ms Young reiterated that children as young as six months can now receive the diluted BioNTech formula, but conceded that bookings have been slow. Authorities said 750 bookings for the jabs had been made as of 7 p.m. last
2: night.
1: The
0: vaccination rate for children aged below three is lower than 19%. It is very worrying. In particular, for parents who plan to take their children on holiday during Christmas or the Lunar New Year, they should really have their kids vaccinated.
1: Some parents who brought their, ch- their toddlers for the BioNTech jabs at the Children's Hospital told RTHK why they chose this vaccine at this time.
3: We taken uh, the same one, so we wanted our kids to take the same one. We anyway wanted to vaccinate our kids. It's safe for them. Mostly, I have traveling to India. That's why we be careful of the COVID. So I take the vaccine to my daughter. So we use also same. The mother and father take the biotech. Same I give the biotech.
1: The chief executive says the performance indicators proposed in his recent policy address show the government is committed to delivering results. John Lee says his administration will not work behind closed doors, as Violet Wong reports.
0: Speaking on RTHK's overview policy show... The chief executive said there are 110 key performance indicators, or KPIs, after officials put forward their thoughts as they prepared the policy blueprint together. We are not afraid of difficulties. We are not conservative, John Lee said. We want to let people know we hope to really deliver, and we are telling you what we want to deliver. We are committed. Mr Lee added that the KPIs covering areas like housing supply and social welfare can help authorities improve their work. On the proposed chief executive's policy unit, he said that it will serve a much different role from that of the executive council.
3: I would
0: want to listen to the executive council's opinion before passing a law provision, but the chief executive's policy unit will be able to touch upon things with no boundaries, he said. The CE said the new policy unit should possess global perspectives and tell them what to pay attention to amid changing international circumstances. Mr Lee added that the new unit and NISCO will complement each other.
1: Executive (laughs) Councillor Jeffrey Lam says the government is unlikely to relax the current 0 plus 3 quarantine arrangement for incoming travellers any time soon but he said the government should look to see if there's room to reduce the number of COVID tests required upon arrival in a bid to attract more business people to visit Hong Kong. Uh,
3: I think right now there are still a lot of uh, discussions about uh, when uh, we should change from 0 plus 3 to 0 plus 0. I think we should stop uh, this kind of argument. The best for Hong Kong is uh, how to improve the O plus 3. As I see uh, in the near future, O plus 3 is not going to be changed. So I I suggest the government uh, should improve the incoming procedures.
1: 5,068 new COVID infections were reported today. 498 of them imported. 13 more patients with COVID have died. Health authorities have reported another case of melioidosis involving a 51-year-old man. The Centre for Health Protection said the man lives in Lam Tin and did not visit Sham Shamshoi Po, where a cluster of cases have emerged. The patient was admitted to hospital with a urinary tract infection last week and is now in a stable condition. And a look at the weather, mainly fine with temperatures ranging between 22 and 27 degrees tomorrow. Moderate east to northeasterly winds. The outlook, mainly fine and rather warm in the days to come. Currently at the observatory it's 24 degrees with humidity of 80%. You're tuned to RTHK, the time is 5 minutes past 11. An appellate court has upheld a decision to allow a veteran British lawyer to defend the founder of the now-defunct Apple Daily newspaper, Jimmy Lai, in his upcoming national security trial. It said the decision to admit him balanced aspects of the trial, including the great general public importance of the legal issues involved and its impact on the development of the law here. Maggie Ho reports.
2: Jimmy Lai had earlier been granted permission by High Court Judge Jeremy Poon to engage King's counsel, Timothy Owen, in the trial that's scheduled to begin on December first, the, the Secretary for Justice subsequently appealed against this decision, saying that Mr Owen's involvement would not add any significant dimension to the 74-year-old's trial. The government argued that the British barrister did not have the expertise or experience in issues concerning the offences that Lye is charged with under the national security law which it said was tailored to Hong Kong's unique constitutional framework. As for another charge of printing and distributing seditious publications brought against lie under the crimes ordinance, the government said there's already substantial experience among local barristers to handle this but the three-judge panel rejected the government's grounds in a written ruling the judges said the decision to admit mr owen had balanced different aspects including the novelty and the great general public importance of the legal issues involved the unusual difficulty and complexity of the case and its subsequent impact on the development of hong kong law the appellant court said the unique context of the national security law should not take precedence over other aspects of public interests when it comes to the admission of overseas counsels. The judges added that the public's perception of fairness in the trial is of vital importance to the administration of justice, adding that Mr. Owen should be admitted on grounds of public perception as well. Lai will face trial for allegedly taking part in a conspiracy to print, publish, sell, offer for sale, distribute, display and or reproduce seditious publications as well as conspiring with others to collude with a foreign country or external elements to endanger national security.
1: DAB party uh, Legislature Ben Chan is urging the government to reopen camping sites as soon as possible. Barbecue pits have recently reopened and Mr Chan said the administration should consider allowing campsites
3: to reopen next. In the past two years, all the campsites have been closed. And we found that uh, many people uh, really want to uh, have the camping in the government sites. However, uh, they cannot and some of them uh, illegally camping in country park. I do wish the government to reveal such kind of measures and open the campsite as soon as possible.
1: Greenpeace has urged individual government departments to set their own carbon reduction goals and lay out a more comprehensive roadmap to carbon neutrality. It made the call after speaking to more than 70 government departments about their efforts on cutting carbon emissions. It also examined the environmental performance reports of 44 departments. It found that none of them had set quantifiable emissions targets or a timetable to achieve carbon neutrality. A campaigner for the Green Group, Tom Ng, says the government should seize the initiative on cutting emissions.
3: Actually, there are so many measures
2: they can do. I would say that after so many years of promoting carbon neutrality, they know how to do it. The thing is, we don't see a target for the Kong government. They've been, like Hong Kong government has been like changing to electricity car or uh, they've been like reducing energy consumption, but I don't see a target from them. So I think
3: that they know what kind of measures is needed, but they also need to show the public
2: that what is their goal? When are they going to achieve those goals?
3: China's Special
1: Envoy for Climate Change has called on developed countries to fulfil their promise of providing US dollars in climate finance as soon as possible. Xi Jinping made the remarks in an address at COP27, saying that China's determination to follow the path of green development has been further strengthened after the successful conclusion of the 20th Communist Party Congress. No matter how the external environment changes, and no matter how many challenges we are facing, China's firm determination and position to implement the goals of reaching carbon peak and achieving carbon neutralization, as well as to actively participate in global climate governance, will never change. Bao Tong, who served as secretary to the former Communist Party leader Zhao Ziyang, has died in Beijing at the age of 90. Writing on social media, his children said Bao had passed away peacefully. Bao was a member of the 13th Central Committee of the Communist Party. Both Zhao and Bao fell from grace over the 1989 student protests on the mainland. Australian Prime Minister Antony Albanese said he would welcome a meeting with President Xi Jinping as a positive thing should one be arranged on the sidelines of two approaching summits. Both leaders will be present at the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit in Bangkok and the G20 Summit in Bali this month. Mr Albanese spoke to the media in Canberra. I've made it very clear that dialogue is a good thing. And so... uh, if uh, a meeting is, uh, is arranged uh, with Xi, uh, uh, then that would be a positive thing. Uh, we look forward to, we are uh, organising uh, a range of meetings, uh, but they haven't been finalised and locked in at this point in time. Uh, we'll make an announcement uh, when, uh, if and when uh, meetings with various leaders are locked in. US President Joe Biden's agenda hangs in the balance as a predicted Republican wave failed to materialize in midterm congressional elections, fought against a backdrop of stubbornly high inflation and fears for US democracy. There was a clear, clearer verdict in races for states governors with rising Republican star Ron DeSantis winning by a twenty percentage point margin in Florida, cementing his status as a top potential White House candidate in twenty twenty four.
3: Thanks to the overwhelming
1: support of the people of Florida, we not only won election, we have
3: rewritten the political map. Thank you for honoring us with a win for the ages.
1: Pope Francis has criticised the use of mercenaries in the war in Ukraine. Addressing a crowd in the Vatican, he said mercenaries were inflicting much cruelty there. The Russian mercenary group, Wagner, is playing a key role in the fighting, which is continuing. Ukrainian officials say the city of Dnipro was hit overnight by Russian explosive drones, while shelling targeted the Nikopol district in the same region. The social media giant Meta is making 13% of its workforce redundant in one of the biggest layoffs in the tech industry. More than 11,000 people will lose their jobs. Here's the BBC's technology editor, Zoe Kleineman
2: does show that big tech is really having to tighten the purse belts at the moment if you like mark zuckerberg had a really contrite tone in a message to staff he's apologized he said he continued to invest in new things we know he's invested 15 billion dollars in the metaverse this project that might not come to fruition for 10 years he said it did that off the back of the pandemic because there was an increase in people using products engaging with adverts and business was booming and he misread it and he didn't realize that actually that was going to slow down again. So it's a really interesting tone for him to take, very different to the sort of bullish tone that we heard from Elon Musk.
1: To sport and in cricket, Mohamed Rizwan and Babar Azam hit half centuries as Pakistan powered past New Zealand by seven wickets to book a place in the 2020 World Cup final Pakistan restricted the black caps to 152 for four before Rizwan and Azam found their scoring touch in the 105-run stand. Mohamed Harris kept up the pace with a bright 30 and Shan Masood got them over the line. The defeat means New Zealand will return home without a trophy from a fifth straight White Ball World Cup to the disappointment of their skipper Kane Williamson. If you get beaten... uh Playing your best cricket, um, then you know you, you certainly have to accept that. Um, today was
2: a little bit disappointing. There were some good bits. We were um, we thought we had
0: a, a defendable total if if we were to be on our game. And, and you know the margins are small in this format. And, and Pakistan were, were outstanding with the bat and um,
3: and certainly uh, chased that down with ease.
1: Pakistan face either India or England in Sunday's final in Melbourne. And a reminder of our top stories tonight, the government repeats calls on parents to get their children vaccinated against COVID-19 as the BioNTech formula for babies and children becomes available. Chief Executive John Lee says the performance indicators proposed in his recent policy address show the government will not work behind closed doors. And Executive Councillor Geoffrey Lamb says the government is unlikely to relax the current 0 plus 3 quarantine arrangement any time soon. The news from RTHK.
3: (laughs)
1: Wherever you are on this little planet, thanks for tuning in to Twilight Time. 45 minutes of music to chill out and relax, to, especially if you've had a bit of a day of it today. If you'd like a song, it's Radio Pete at Gmail. We'll have a dig around the dungeons for you. The first one for your entertainment comes up with a song from Ben Miller. Together, at last and twice.
3: is too extreme when you wish upon a star as dreamers do. Fate is kind. She lives to those who love the sweet fulfillment of their secret love. Like a bolt out of the blue, fate steps in and sees you through, when you wish upon a star, your dreams come true.